American songwriter. We had the opportunity to talk to Stephen and Cole of Exit 216 over Zoom video. Stephen was born and raised in Savannah, Georgia. He talks about getting on a Greyhound. He was either 18 or 19 years old, got on a Greyhound with his brother, took the trip to Los Angeles, wanted to pursue his dream of being an artist. They would do a lot of busking, street performing, basically with a karaoke machine, and him and his brother would start singing. They found a manager that way who told them, you know, you're great, but your songs aren't that great. We'll work on that. He ended up working very, very hard as a writer, getting his first cut uh, with Flo Rida, which eventually led into, which eventually led him to working with numerous artists, even scoring a Grammy with a song that he wrote with Madonna. Cole had a completely different story. He was born and raised here in Middle Tennessee, Nashville area, where he was a huge fan of music and also an incredible athlete. He actually got a scholarship to play baseball in college. But he took a turn, wanted to pursue music, and he really found that he was quite the songwriter when uh, he took a moment during Homecoming. He went in a room, wrote a song in like 15 minutes, came out, told the DJ, hey, can you stop for a minute? I want to play a song. <laughs> and he, he was like out of a movie. He plays this song dedicated to this girl she loves it. They date for two years. <laughs> so he basically won her heart off a song that he had just written at the, at the dance, essentially. From there, he started writing and putting songs up online with a friend of his. This attracted the attention of Steven, who reached out to Cole and said, Hey, man, I got this great idea for a project. We should definitely link up. And that's how Exit 216 was started. They've released two amazing songs thus far. One of them is called Brother. The other one is called Robbery. You should definitely check those out. And you should definitely check out the interview with Stephen and Cole and myself on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing. If you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Exit 216. This podcast is about you guys, your journey in music, uh, and how you got together and formed Exit 216. Yeah, awesome, man. Can't wait to dive in, brother. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> Very cool. So uh, you want to start with you, Stephen? I did read you are born in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Is that where you were born and raised? Yep, Savannah, Georgia, uh, in a small little area. Um, I stayed in Savannah, uh, for till I was 19, and that's when I when I went to LA to get into the music industry. Uh, me and my brother, we took a Greyhound bus to uh, LA and sung on the street for like six years. Um, oh, like busking. That was, that was the goal. We were just going to hit the streets and just sing every day on the street until enough people saw us, and we were just hoping that we would get discovered. And uh, an A and R uh, saw us on the street singing, and he was like, "I want you guys to start writing songs." Wow. And that's kind of how I got in the music industry. That's my story. Oh my gosh. Well, let's back up a little bit here. So how did, how did you originally get into music? What was the first instrument you learned? Uh, well, I was, I was kind of all over the place. Like I played a little, I wasn't the most craftiest when it comes to instruments. Uh, I was mainly more of a vocal guy, like just a singer. And okay. I got to LA, like my first manager, he was a songwriter and he told me my song sucked. And then that was the, the, he then created this guy that wanted to write songs out of nowhere at 21. Okay. And you <laughs> said you came out there with your brother? Yeah, my older brother. Did you guys, I mean, obviously you played music together. What, yeah, what, yeah. Did, what did he play? 
Um, well, he was kind of like me. He just was a great singer. He played piano. Like we both kind of played piano, kind of played drums. But like I said, overall, we just mainly focused on just singing and writing music. Um, Cause I was a producer when I first, I wanted to be a producer when I first got to LA. So that's okay. when I kind of learned how to pick it up. And then over time I was like, man, this isn't working. My beats up. <laughs> so that's when I was like, let me just start writing. You know what I mean? And then yeah. and that's kind of how, you know, that became, how it became, you know, what it was. So you guys just went out there as like, like what, like an acapella duo? We just something like, yeah, we got a karaoke, little karaoke machine. And we would just hook up instrumentals to it and just sing to, to a little bad mic. And then people just would gather around us and just listen to us sing for wow. like hours at Hollywood Boulevard and the pier and uh, uh, Venice Beach. We just did that, like I said, six years, just waking up every day, just getting people out there. And we got so many business cards. You know, that's kind of where I adapted, like just kind of being a hustler, you know, to sure. really um, go after what you want, you know? Wow. And how did like what was the decision to go, you know, let's let's take this to, to L.A. and let's hop on this Greyhound bus and just pretty much. Well, not to know, get go too for sappy, it, not to get too sappy, uh, but uh, I lost <laughs> my parents uh, at oh, 18 my. years old. Uh, I'm sorry, so man. After that, we we no, it's all good. After that, we jumped on a Greyhound because we didn't have anything left. You know, when you lose your parents like it's such a, a rude awakening to just be like, man, what, what do I do now? So. We had a guy sure. reach out to us in LA that was like, you guys should come out here and, um, you know, just 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 open your possibilities to new things. So we, I was like, sure, I'll go to LA if it means I can start over and not think about what just happened. And that's right. kind of like, oh. Okay. Wow. Yeah, wow. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you get to LA and then, oh, okay, we'll, we'll talk about from your journey from LA to, to Nashville. But let's, Cole, talk to me about where were you born and raised in Tennessee? Yes, sir. I'm from Nashville. I was here uh, my whole life, and um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you get music? I know that you were you you know kind of turned your back on baseball. To yeah, yeah. I um I played music pretty much my whole life. Like I, my dad is uh, an incredible musician and stuff, and you know I was always surrounded by it. Like I would play in his, I would sing the journey songs and his cover band, like at the end of the night when no one else could sing those high, high songs, you know, when I'm a kid. Okay. And, you know, so I, I was always surrounded by, surrounded by a lot of music and stuff. And, um, uh, you know, in high school I, I was at a crossroads kind of, you know, I was like, man, I'm kind of good at both of these things. Uh, you know, what should I do? But, you know, ultimately kind of gravitated more toward, uh, music. Cause they're, they're both, low possibilities of success <laughs> sure but i think i was a uh, you know a little bit more gifted in music so i think that's the route i think that was the right decision yeah y'all say <laughs> i mean i don't i've never seen you play baseball but uh you, you kill it on as far as this you know musician so your dad was a, a, a just did he just do like well cover he, band stuff or was he yeah. like uh, he played pro. in a lot. Of, he's from St. Louis. He um he had a um you know a, a period of time in his life where he was I would 100% say he was pursuing you know a career in it. He was a, a worship leader at a very large church in St. Louis, and he was okay. part of a thing called Integrity Music, uh, which is a a very very big label now, uh, and they're they're the ones that, like Hillsong and every you know big uh, Christian group that that does worship is, uh -huh. is pretty much, they all are on that label. You know, a lot of them are on that label. My dad was just kind of there in the beginning, just, uh, um, 
you know, around that group of people in St. Louis. That's kind of where it came from. And um, so that's what that's, but he kind of, he, he, he gave that all up because he had four children and, sure. and, I, was, and I was the last one. So, uh, okay. So you got three so older kinda, siblings. Yeah. I got two brothers and a, and a sister and me. Did, are they musical at all? Yeah, my brother, uh, my brother Chase. Uh, I got it goes Marshall, Chase, Audrey, and me, and uh, Marshall. Marshall could sing. I think he just didn't really care about it that much. You know, he's got this. It's there, but he doesn't. Sure. Really, he doesn't like hone in on it. And then uh, Chase is an incredible drummer. He's he's actually going to be playing with me and Steven real soon. Here, we're going to be playing a show in August. Uh, if you want to oh, come, it's in Clarksville. We, yeah. we got two shows coming up. Yeah, we got. Yeah, two. we got. My bad. Yeah, two shows. Uh, but uh, I think we got a for sure full band show though uh, in August thirteenth. Uh, uh, but yeah, man. So my yeah, I got my sister can sing as well. So I mean, very very musical family. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Oh, did you ever, did you play with your brother like at, at all? Oh growing yeah, up? like yeah, me and Chase family band. <laughs> well, no, not we never get that like chance because I I was I'm four years younger than him mm-hmm. and. I'm, he he played college baseball too, oh, and wow. he played at a uh, uh, Tennessee Tech, um, and you know so his life was, you know I didn't get to be around my siblings as I grew up and got like more mature. I wasn't I didn't get to spend a lot of time with them in, in that season. You know it's not not until now that I actually get to spend a little time, you know, sure. with my siblings. So now we're now we try to like like hey let's play. You know it's like right. something it's something you know in common. It's we're we're both working. You know. It's, it's like something something to do. But every now and then, maybe like three or four times a year, we might all just play around. So That's it's cool. going to be fun. It's going to be fun for uh, – I think Chase is going to – I think Steven's going to really like Chase. He hasn't really met him that well. But okay, he's, he's, a, he's a great drummer, and I think he's going to be a, a really good to play with us and stuff. Very so. cool. And then what? so you were always pursuing music in the sense that like you were – were you writing songs and oh, no. that I, route or – just I singing. Remember, I remember the first song I wrote was in I was 17 years old. I, I wrote it. This is Steve doesn't know this. I was uh it was the homecoming night at, at the school, the high school I went to, and uh this girl that I I, I like this girl so much. I uh, went into the room and went to this room in the school, wrote a song in like 15 minutes, came back out there and then asked the DJ if I could come up there with my guitar and play the song. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow. In the and middle of the it, dance, I played, it, I played it in front of hundreds of people in the high school, but I literally said, "This is for you," and, um, <laughs> and I and and I dated her for two years after that. I was gonna say, did it work? Nice. It obviously landed, right? It did. It, it was a. It was probably the greatest decision <laughs> I've ever made. It was. I'll never forget it. One day, I'll. One day, I'll. I might play that song live for. <laughs> I want to hear it now, Cole. Yeah, I might make <laughs> the record right. It was it obviously song. it obviously was good enough. Yeah, I was gonna say it was definitely a good song if you if you <laughs> won her, won her hard for two it, years. It, the more I think about it, it kind of did change the trajectory of my life because because after I did that, I I did start thinking about writing songs more. But before that, I didn't. So to answer the question, yeah, I I didn't um, think about pursuing music seriously till probably senior year of high school. So you know, seventeen, I was like, wow. I wrote maybe three or four songs that year. And then that the year after that, I was like, okay, I, I, okay. I think this is what, you know, I've been gifted with. I think I need to do something about it. 
Sure. Yeah. That's interesting. So you, if you wouldn't have, just think if you didn't have a crush on that girl and write that song, you might have been playing baseball in college. Exactly. Yeah. You're right, dude. I, uh, you're totally right. But ever since <laughs> I met Cole, um, he, you know, when I met him, he was just super talented. Like I just feel like he's like years, like ahead of like class. You know what I mean? Like for him to be so young and know so much about music, it was very impressive. Um, so that's why I wanted to work with him because I was like, man, this guy's like, he's really good. So mm-hmm. like him, him growing up with all those influences definitely molded him into the artist he is today. So it's pretty dope to work with him. That's awesome. And and Steven, so you were in LA. I, I'm curious to see, to, to hear your story of getting back, getting to Nashville and kind of pursuing mm-hmm. your, your music career. So you were, I did read that you had, you know, contributed to like a Madonna record. Like, tell me what happened when this A&R guy kind of came to you and was like, let's, you know, I, you know, I don't like your songs, but let's, I, I see oh, something no, here. No, the manager, no, the man, my manager said he didn't like my songs. Oh, okay. He the manager. Like, I was 21 and he was like, you suck. So I basically locked myself in a studio. It was basically studio and street performing 24 hours. Okay. I wasn't asleep, you know, or eventually catching a movie here and there. I was literally in the studio every morning. And then I just treated it like a career, like a job, you know? So around 25, we got a call from Aaron R at Atlantic. And he was like, I would love to get you guys in the studio to write. So it just so happened to be for Flo Rider. And then wow. Flo Rider basically heard one of our songs that we did called Sugar. Um, we did the hook for a song called Sugar. It was right after a song he did called Right Round. Uh-huh. And so when Flo Rider ended up, you know, his team liked it and they wanted to put it out. And that kind of changed me and my brother's life. Um, wow. Right in there. And then we, you know, Scooter Braun hit us up and was like, I got this kid named Justin Bieber. I want y'all to write with him. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jack, just- keep in mind, keep in mind, bro. I'm, I'm out here wheeling and dealing on the skate center to these songs at 10 years old. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was, it was, it was just, uh, it was just a, like I said, a magical moment. He hit us up, and then we ended up working with him, and then yeah, we won a Grammy with Madonna and David Guetta, um, and then from there, <laughs> I just feel you know, like, just won a Grammy, no, you know, no big deal, you know. I mean, hey, you know, I, I don't think about it, you know what I mean? But then I went to Miami for a little bit, um, and uh, my my mind was just telling me like, I just want to like, I didn't live life, I just literally lived like. Every day was just like, and I'm still like that. Cole knows that about me. I'm, I'm a very like, I don't know. I get obsessive, you know, about driven, and like it has to be a certain way, you know. And for me, I needed to like live a little bit of freedom. So let me go to Miami and just work on like some Latin stuff and kind of chill and enjoy like what I work for. I did that for like a year, and then I went to Atlanta. I was in a relationship, and my girlfriend, we were kind of going through a little bit of stuff, and then she was like, uh, a friend of mine was like, why don't you try Nashville? It's right up the street. And, you know, you never had a country placement. That could be cool. And it literally, I laughed at him. I was like, a country placement? Like, I don't think I could do country. So <laughs> I ended up having a trip here. And the first meeting I had, it just went really, you know, went really interesting. And I just felt like I think I can get a number one out here. It was just something my soul was like, you could get a, get a big hit out here. Mm-hmm. And and that was in 2015. I had that meeting. And in 2017, I ended up having a song with Luke that hit the radio in the 17, 18, um, that went number one. Yeah, that was uh, one number number away. Yep, one correct. Away. Yep. And so you wrote that song. Did you write that with Luke Combs? Or yeah, I wrote it with Luke, um, Rob Willifore, uh, Sammy Mitchell. We all just basically. I couldn't sleep one night, and I was tossing and turning, and I had this hook idea, and I actually recorded and sung it to send it to Rob. And Rob was like, "Man, we got to get Luke to get in the studio with us, man, so we can work this one out." 
And I saw him, you know, and we went in there, just kind of mapped out the verses and Luke fell in love with it. So even when Luke was just grinding, I met Luke when Luke was like just grinding where no one wanted to sign him. No one was interested in him. I mean, literally, because you got to think Luke Bryan was the guy then. They wasn't even thinking about Luke Combs. Right. So like, and, and Luke Bryan's still the guy. But my point is like, everybody was telling him no during that time. So just watching him, just like, yo, I'm trying to figure out life. I'm trying to figure out how to get this stuff popping. I got a huge like YouTube following, but I don't know what to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. it was just really cool to see him in those moments. And then he hit me up like, probably after we wrote it in 2016, he hit me up a year later, no, sorry, 15, he hit me up a year later, and was like, can I start performing this song? Cause I'm starting to get more shows. And I was like, yeah. And then I heard him when I went to Florida, I was in Florida for a little bit. I heard Hurricane on the radio and he just took off from there. So, you know, it was just crazy. Wow. That is, that's incredible. So what about with, with your journey, uh, Cole, so what, you know, once you decided to really pursue music, were you just trying to, yeah, I mean, I did, you, you had a scholarship for, for, for baseball and when you decided to, you know, not pursue that, did you just go, okay, I'm going to just do music full time. Like I'll come back to the college thing if, if I need to. Yeah. The, uh, I was, I was going to go to school in a, in a different country where that girl lives. And I ended up not doing that. Oh, it, it, fell, it fell through. And so after that was when I stopped going to school. Like I was in school. I was, uh, I was like mo- moments away from the season starting. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to play baseball anymore. I was going to oh, go. To the- wow. So you were already I, attending I, the college thinking that you're going to play. Yeah. But I, I ended up not playing. I just lost the love for the game, I guess. But I, dude, I, cu- I couldn't answer that question. Cause like, I never was, I never was like full throttle for music. I, ne- I never was like, even in that period of time before I met Steven, like it wasn't until I really met Steven that I was like, oh, okay, I need to do this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't there. Like I, I didn't, I was so, I had such mixed feelings about what I was good at, you know, I, I you know, so I, I, it's hard for me to answer that question because there was never a certain, I mean, there is a certain moment now I can look back on and say, yeah, that's where I, that's where I wanted to take it seriously. But before then it was like, it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, right, when, right. I, when I met Cole, he was, I met him through a guy named Keegan and he was doing like little like videos, little mashup songs with Keegan, like in his, in his yeah. apartment. And I was yeah, just like, oh my God, it. like this, this, this guy should be like doing some, <laughs> some bigger stuff. So that's why I was just excited to like, that he believed in the, the vision I had for me and him coming together and just building something different and great in town, um, you know, that no one's seen before. And, and I feel like you can never go wrong when you're doing something, you know, uh, you know, um, cool and brand new that no one's done or seen before, you know? Sure. Sure. What was the, what were those videos that you're doing? Well, I just did some cover, I just did some cover videos with uh, some friends of mine. I still, I'm still good friends with that guy. He's talking about, he just came off the voice too. His name's Keegan. Oh um, wow! Yeah, his name's um I don't know what Keegan Farrell. Uh, Keegan Farrell, he started yeah, he, off. Yeah, he's 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 awesome. He's incredible. Yeah, incredible musician. So like me and him just would we would team up and and just uh you know put out covers and stuff. The song that he's talking about and specifically uh in, I think it was a John Mayer record, right? It was uh Waiting on the World to Change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I saw that oh, I was yeah. like, oh man, like I, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. We got to do this this group thing. And yeah, then that's you- like. And that's is like that when idol. you? Sorry, go ahead. I said that's like my idol. So. Oh, John Mayer. Yeah. So you know I had to sound good. So Stephen was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So then you heard Cole and you said, was that the first kind of meeting you had in the, for the industry or tell me about uh, that, Cole? Well, uh, Steven, how do I answer that question with, uh, <laughs> without, without telling him like names and stuff? Uh, I don't know. Uh, before, right after I got done playing baseball, uh-huh. I, I did end up doing a songwriting competition. I ended up uh, getting to the finals with me and a couple other dudes. And I uh, forgot the words to one of the, the first song that I played that night. And I ended up losing it. But it was actually a blessing in disguise. I would never want to win that competition. You never want to have your name as the, oh, he's the winner of that. You know, but. Um, oh, is I it mean, like a contest that people know? It's a well-known yes. thing? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm glad I didn't. But I meet my manager. His name. <laughs> I meet my manager named Sean, and uh, Sean hooks me up with this. I've never written a song with anybody before, ever in my life. Uh, and the, the a week later, after being a finalist in that, I um, started writing with this uh, girl named Femka. She's a, a Grammy a Grammy winning songwriter and producer, uh, a female producer in Nashville, one of the one of the few. And um, she works for Babyface. Uh, Kenny Edmonds. Um, oh, wow. And um, uh, we had worked, we literally wrote two songs together in about four days. And after that, she was like, uh, I'm going to take you to, I'm going to make some phone calls. So she called a uh, Babyface, and uh, we talked for a little while. And then he said, I, I, he flew me out to Los Angeles and I wrote with him for about four days. And this is like, I'm going to tell you right now, I had never done anything musically before i had I'd just written my first like four or five songs to just to get in the songwriting competition i've never yeah. done it before so it was crazy like the 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 arc of it all and i went out there and i and i did and i did some stuff with him and it i mean i i definitely learned some things about myself out there that i that i'm not a r&b like you know because he's the r&b god you know he right has, sure 11, he has 11 grammys of r&b number one hits and like 30 number one hits and stuff. So, and I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that guy. So I, you know, it was great learning experience for me to learn how to like write with anybody, uh-huh. but at the same time, um, yeah, it was, um, that, that was, that was like the defining moment, I guess. That was, pretty cool. that was the one story he told me when I first met him. Um, and it was just really cool, um, to like hear that story because like, you know, Cole has so much soul in his voice. And that's why I think we complement each other pretty well because like, you know, he's a country boy like me and, and for him to have so many styles like that, it was just like a really good combination for what I thought we could do in country music together. So uh-huh. yeah, it was always cool hearing that story when he told me, that's why I was like, you got to tell it, bro. It was just a cool story. <laughs> for sure. Wow. And then, so you find, you find Cole, Steven, and then did you say, Hey, I've got an idea for a project. And then you guys linked up. Like, tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, I just gave him a call right away or text, and I was like, "Hey, bro, I think you'll be perfect to be in this duo that I think would just be amazing." You know, call. You know, I, we didn't have a name, but I was just like, I just had a vision about, you know, doing a black and white duo, and I think it'd be really dope to see that. I was like, it's never been done before. I was like, you right. want to do something that's never been done, and he was like, "Bro, let's let's go." So I mean, <laughs> that was a conversation. We was in the studio right after that, probably within a month. And we worked on like all of these songs. And then, like I said, COVID hit, that was in February. And, you know, even then that was a blessing because it allowed us six months after that to release Brother, which got us in 
contact with people like you guys, the American songwriters and the music roles and the USA Todays, we, we hit the ground running on our first release, like from just, you know, out of nowhere, without, mm-hmm. a, without a deal, you know, like just being independent. A lot of people, we got on a lot of people's radar in time. So it was actually perfect timing for us to launch, you know, something like that. That's, and that you said that happened right after COVID hit or? Right oh yeah, before? we took a break. Like me and Cole both like depressed like everybody else. Like man, like sure. mask and we can't leave the house. But then around, you know, June, July, we were like, man, let's put out a song, man, about like bringing people together. So we put out Brother and um, yeah, we end up like really catching fire with a lot of, with a lot of people. Um, and like I said, that put us kind of on a map out here. Mm-hmm. And you know? did you have that song? Was that song that you guys had worked on or written kind of no, after I, the I, I was COVID working, happened? No, I was going to the studio and um, I was working with Drake White at the time pretty heavy. And I, I sung and I told uh, Drake White, you know, Drake White. I told him about the idea and he was like, man, I would love to, 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 to write it with you. So I wrote it with Drake White and a guy named um, David Mescon, who produces a lot of our stuff. And um, Cole heard it and I was like, bro, you want to, you know, put this out? I think it'd be a good look. And yeah, it worked out pretty, pretty well for us. Just as our wow. first one, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you put out Robbery. Robbery was a second. Yeah, we put out song. Robbery in March with Nikki Williams and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that was doing pretty well for us. So yeah. like I said, with us, me and Cole, like we're, we're just kind of like, Loving this stage we're in, so we're creating different things. We're having really good meetings with a lot of people in town that uh, are, are, you know, potentially looking to do some stuff with us. So we're just in a good place right now, creatively and like business-wise. Sure. And how do how do the songs come together? Do you guys write like the songs well, together, or like how, how does it work? Well, with the last few ones, it was I'll speak on Cole's behalf. I'll let you chime in after Cole. But the last two, Robbery and Brother. I kind of had the idea and I went in with it and just kind of pitched it to Cole, like, hey, you know, jump on this. But a lot of the other stuff that I feel like is our best material, we wrote together. Okay. And that hasn't came out yet, obviously. That hasn't come out yet. I don't think our, you haven't heard our best yet. Let's oh, wow. In my opinion. I, I mean, the, the other stuff that we put out, in my opinion, are more just like, they're just cool. But it was more on the angle of just like, we have to be different. We have to separate ourselves as new artists. So we could create a lane for ourselves. But as far as what we are as a, like what we see ourselves being, we haven't, we haven't put that out there. How was that decision uh, for you, Steven, to, to, to kind of jump away from just writing songs and being a songwriter for people to more of now you're in the forefront as, as an artist? I think honestly, it's a lot better. I mean, when I came in as a writer in 2008, writing was still like looked at as like you were like that guy like you know i know cole even you remember dream uh cole the dream ella ella eh, oh yeah oh yeah the dream and like guys like neo and stuff like that so like those guys blew up just being behind the scenes and then they became the artists but they were looked at as like the real deal behind the scenes before they even got popped off as artists i knew about all of these guys and i was fans of their work but now i feel like it with social media it's always better to be the face so I just needed the right vehicle to, to, to put things in the right place for me to feel comfortable becoming an artist. So with Cole, this was the perfect vehicle to launch as an artist to be the face. So I, in my opinion, I think it's better. Uh, it's not even a huge adjustment. It's just more of just, um, just me and Cole just have more control. You know, we, we talk about what we want to put out. We talk about what makes sense. And, you know, with songs, it's out of your control. All you can do is pitch it and hope the artist likes it. Sure. And this way you can put it out whatever you want. You can just talk about it. It's a conversation. Hey, what we mm-hmm. want to do, how we want to do, like, it's just a conversation. And I love that. With, like, robbery, for example, is that, like, do, when you when you write a song, is it 
I know that this is going to be a song for exit uh, 216 or is it like, maybe I'll, should I pitch this? Like how, how are you still pitching songs or I I would imagine you are. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to get me and Cole a pub deals. Like I said, that's what kind of stuff behind the scenes we're working on. But yeah, I try to pitch. uh, I didn't pitch robbery. I just kind of brought it to Cole and the team was like, what do y'all think? I was kind of selling them like I'm a marketing guy. So like for me, like I was like, this is the way we can go, you know, just like brother. It was like, this might be better for us on a marketing level. And um, that's kind of how I approached it. But like I said, in the future, I want it to be not just marketing, but just like what we feel is just like the best record to get us even more popular. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. You got to climb, you got to crawl before you walk. You know, like if we didn't have (laughs) brother, you know, who knows what we would be. We probably wouldn't be talking to you if we would have put out a song that probably wouldn't have got us, you know, in, in people's eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's facts. And with with like the new stuff that you have coming out, like what what's the plan? Do you have an EP or record that you're gonna release or roll out or kind of go single by single? But that's what's kind of top secret because we're in such a cool time. That's why I said for me and Cole, we can't really talk about it. But okay. it's just we got a lot of things in the work that it, it could go either way. You know what I mean? As far as like it could go that way, it could go that way. As far as putting out singles, it could be an EP. Um, but let's just say we will be putting out something more than likely over the summer. Wouldn't you agree with that, Cole? Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait to hear the rest of the, the songs that you have, have done and, and that you're working on. And that's awesome that you're able to play some shows coming up. That must be such a cool, like, exciting thing for you. Yeah. Oh, we can't yeah. even talk about that, right, Cole? We probably oh. can. can we even talk about that right now, the, the one we got in June, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure we can. All right, well, go ahead. I think it's cool. Yeah. We got a, 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 red, a red carpet event show for uh, CMT. It's called Love and Acceptance Awards. Okay. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, going to be uh, Brother Osborne going to be there. Low Cash is performing. Um, it's going to be really cool, and we get to open that. So wow. first red carpet show slash performance. Um, yeah. and, uh, we're going to be on that TV, Mom. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, there you go. That's <laughs> so, exciting. Yeah, very exciting. I mean, like I said, I, I tell me and Cole have to remind you, you know, we we talk sometimes a lot of just 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 about life. And and I tell Cole, like, we're so lucky to only been, you know, out for under a year and to get all of this stuff like moving for us. Because you know how it is in this town as a new artist. They don't start getting momentum five, ten, eight years in. Oh, yeah. Don't they say it's a 10 year town? Exactly. So <laughs> I, I have to always remind Cole and be like, bro, we've only been at it like since brother came out about eight, nine months, which is yeah. very fast in my opinion even with the numbers we're gaining online like it's, uh-huh. it's, it's just remarkable uh so so i I'm, we're very blessed and humble for that that's that's so awesome and then the, the show in august but i don't know if you're about you're allowed to talk about that one either but i yeah oh, okay. the one in august, yeah you can tell about that Colin Clarkson. so uh, i was saying earlier yeah it's just a, a sh- outside show in uh, clarksville on august 13th um uh, we are the the headlining artists wow we'll have some uh they'll there'll be music i think from 12 to 8 and we'll probably play from 7 to 8 or 6 to i don't know 7 not, I'm not sure but but yeah so uh, you know we'll we'll get some more information real soon close we get to it but yeah we're, we'll be playing about you know our probably if we don't get any shows till then that'll be like our first band i think uh you know full band show which is yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. super excited for that's really cool. And you get to I play with your brother. Play. Yeah, I play. I mean, I play. Like I said, John Mayer, John Mayer is like my like idol. So, you know, I, I've i been wanting to play, you know, like a, with the electric guitar and stuff and everything. 
drums and the, the whole nine yards. Sure, so. sure. What where is in Clarksville? Where I'm, dude. My family and I we just moved to Nashville. Like literally, oh, where, where'd you move months. from? San Diego, uh, California. We're well, one of the California refugees. We're California refugee. Are you Switchfoot fans? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. My first, my son's first show is Switchfoot. We've had dude, them on. We've had them on our show awesome. before. Yeah, that is awesome, dude. I love. Tell, tell John I said hi. I will. I will. And uh, yeah, the uh, Drew went to the same high school as me. Dude, that is so awesome, dude. I love it. Yeah, all my family lives in California too, man. There's. We were just with some refugees yesterday. They just they're they're moving. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I got my start in Cali, so I consider myself a Cali boy. So for me, like <laughs> I love California, man. I used to date a chick in San Diego, so I was there every weekend. Uh, oh, so I know go. about that world very well. Yeah, so we okay. just we just moved out here, so we're really excited. To, we haven't had a chance to see any shows or do anything yet because you know it's wow. so pretty. Clark Clarksville is about an hour. Um, north of Nashville, or nah, it's more like forty minutes north 45, of Nashville. 40, 45 minutes up yeah, from downtown. Oh, okay, so I'm I'm south, so I'm down by Franklin. So that's yeah. So you you would just me. head up. You would just you would just get on sixty five, and, and it's right off of sixty five. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's, it's right off of sixty five. It would probably be about an hour drive for you from from your, from Franklin. That's so yeah, man. If you're down, bro. We can get you some tickets, man. You can come chill with your boys, man. Let us know, man. Oh yeah, what's this, what's the this, age limit on this show? You said what? Is there an age limit? Uh, <laughs> no, it's outdoor, so I think it's anybody. Cool, because I got two kids. I got a 13 and a 5-year-old, so. Oh, no, it's outdoor. Wow. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be just chill, but we can find out more information to see if it's, like, super family-oriented or if it's just, like, you know, people getting drunk. And listening to yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, as long as they're of age. I mean, as long as there's no restrictions on the kids. Yeah, 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 sure, <laughs> That's man. fine with me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's moments like this for me and Cole, man. We just, we, we, we're so grateful to have you you know, interview us, man. Like, and to be one of your first ones in Nashville, we'll never forget about that, bro. Oh, I love it, man. Thank you guys again so much for doing this. Um, I do have one more question I would like to see if I can answer from before yeah. I let you guys go. If you have any advice for aspiring artists. Wow, you want to go first, Cole? Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, aspiring artists, man, I would say find your sound. Uh, f- find your sound. Uh, so this is a hard one, dude. Uh, I don't think about this all the time. If I could, I guess I could say it like this. If I could tell my eight-year-old self, I would just say write a, a hundred songs. You know, mm. if you're an aspiring artist, an artist, mm. you know, don't wait for someone else to write your songs for you. You know, write, write your, write a hundred songs, write three hundred songs, write five hundred songs, and just um, find your sound. I don't, I don't know what else. Uh, it's a hard question. I got it. I, you, I love you got it. A, you got a team member. You pass me the mic. It's all good. I would probably say uh, treat it like a sport. You know what I mean? Because that's the same type of schedule you kind of need to win. You know, like athletes, they train. They wake up in the morning. They wake up early to go. They eat a certain way. They, they keep their mind sharp. They keep their body sharp. I would say invest in your craft, you know, learn how to play an instrument, learn how to write, learn how to develop your voice. I think we lost Cole. Thank God it's the end. Um, but I would just say like, yeah, I would just say like, treat it like a sport. That's the best way I, I would explain it to a new artist because uh, athletes, 
really have an intense schedule when, when they're not in the off season. And you kind of have to treat it like that. Like just work hard every day, make sure you plan out your days. Don't let a day go by where you don't feel like you're doing something productive, productive, whether that's networking, working on your craft, working on your body, your mental, everything you need to do to be a hundred percent. That's what I would say too. Backwards